Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here at the Shane Oliver Experience, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, the Turrbal and Yagara people. We pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging Sovereignty was never ceded. Hey guys, hello, how are you? It's another episode of the Shane Oliver Experience. I've got with me Eli from Chasm. But also, I've just realised he's in fucking like another half a dozen bands that are in the scene, which just is one of those trends. Uh, he's also in Watch You Die, Bled Out. Um, fuck, what was the other one? Uh, Royal Artillery. Royal Artillery. That's right. Yes, and we have a black metal project called Daedric Armor, which will be out later this year sometime. Oh man, that's how the fuck do you have time for all this shit? It's just what I want to do. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like all the time. Like Yeah, right. I, I did used to be preoccupied with other things, like mm-hmm. skating and gaming and whatever. But the past few years has been much more, like, I don't know, I've prioritized music and yeah. got a lot more enjoyment out of that. So I just, any spare time I have at home is like writing time or practice time or, yeah. Yeah, okay. And just want to play as many shows as possible. It's just fun, like playing on stage so just being in as many bands as possible in a different role is like super refreshing all the time it hasn't felt overwhelming at any point oh yet? yeah oh yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure like str- like hard out yeah um but you deal with that and if you really want to do it which i do you just you just put up with it you know you just gotta you deal with the the troubles when they come and the stress but okay. if you really want to do it you just just move on. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So when did Chasm start? 2019, I think. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, so that was like, we used to be in a band called Mammoth, which started when we were in high school and that went till 2017 or something like that. Uh, or maybe, yeah, like start of 2018. Okay. Um, and our bass player, Tolga, who was in a band called Spatial Flux now with Antonia from Void. Um, he was our old bass player and vocalist. He he decided to leave the band for like personal reasons. Yeah. And we were changing our sound hard out at that time. We used to play like just typical pentatonic, riffy, stoner stuff. Um, yeah, okay. And yeah, we were like, no, nah, we don't want to do this anymore. So we just, Storm and I just started jamming as a two-piece. And then, yeah, over that like, next few months or whatever we sort of built the chasm songs from some songs we were working on for mammoth and then new material and then yeah i think like 2019 we played our first show i think at lefties okay with hobo magic before they were meant to leave for europe but that didn't end up happening so yeah okay so it must 
would it, would it have been closer to the end of 2019? Yeah, 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 around then, yeah. Okay. I'm really bad with, there's so much going on, I'm so bad with the timeline. <laughs> oh, I don't think it can be held against you because yeah. the, the la- as we've all, and I've discussed this before, like the last year and a half, however long it's been now, yeah, year and a half almost, yeah. it's just been fucking wild. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's hard to keep up with how much crazy shit's oh, been going yeah. on. And more to the point that we've all had to have been locked inside for a certain period of time, the only thing that we could do was focus on all this shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's only so much time that goes by after a while where you look to try and distract yourself once something has fulfilled its purpose, right, mm, and you get mm. bored of it, it might finally be time to turn on the fucking TV and see what's happening yeah, in the world. Yeah. Oh, fucking this and that. Like, there was just every day seemed like there was just something bizarre, oh, yeah. not cool. Just blurring you, into each other, just all these events. Like, yeah, yeah, and I think you just kind of zone that, like, I think for a lot of people, you just after a while you just kind of zone out from it, and Definitely. you just kind. It's almost like shrugging your shoulders, like eh. People yeah. got people got used to that. Yeah, they got used like because that's not really a normal thing, right? No, not at you all. Should, you should be pissed <laughs> off about a lot of things that yeah. are going on, but so much of it's happened over uh, such a long period of time now. Yeah, you've just kind of go, uh, what's fucking next? Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, yeah. and so, and it's it's really beneficial now though to see so many shows starting to pick up again thank god yeah i know right it's been really therapeutic i know for a lot of people and it's just just the fact you know i felt like when i started going back to see the shows i i I guess during this time too i my anxieties and stuff like especially my social anxiety and stuff like that was really fucking bad yeah um i didn't know like i didn't really know what in between sets or songs and and like trying to talk to people and this isn't a dig at anyone like it's not like i'm trying to like get away from people but like the conversations and stuff in between that i just didn't know how to like after not doing it for a while i just felt yeah yeah. i just was feeling really uncomfortable not knowing i felt like i needed to do something while i was there Yeah. yeah and more often than not to save money i wouldn't drink you know, or I'd have maybe one or two. Mm. And I'm not saying that should be what you should use to (laughs) make it easier to socialize or anything. But like there was one, there's one less thing I could do while I'm there, like have a few beers and, and get more involved with it that way, because that would, that could, it could help. But again, like you said, it's coming back to that, like super intense, like high intensity social environment after just being locked in your room or locked in the lounge room for like months. That's know? exactly yeah. right, you know. And I, I was, con- I was lucky in the fact that I didn't have to stop work or anything. Like yeah. I, I was, you know, considered essential, and only because we were selling like hand sanitizer <laughs> by chance. Like within the last, uh, within like four months of everything happening, we just started selling like hand sanitizers in a squirty bottle. Which which is weird because we're a paint company. That's you know? so yeah, I know. <laughs> and so because of that, that was like one of the reasons why we were like considered essential. Yeah, just because just of that. So we kept working. <laughs> you know, like fuck off. That's just yeah. ridiculous luck, right? Yeah. And I had only just started working there too, so I was True. thinking like first month in, I've just started full time work again. Yeah. Fuck, I'm about to lose it. Yeah, yeah. And it was lucky, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was packing packing my undies pretty hard yeah. about that. But then luckily considered that. But so that kept me busy during yeah. that time. Yeah. But that's all I could do. Yeah. You know, yeah. work and it was only a small crew of us. There's only four of us. 
you know. Yeah. And and that's not to say that it was shit to be only working with four people. It's amazing. But mm. like during that period of time, there was only socializing with a small group of people still. Yeah. And then I'm back at home. And Isolation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I just, you, you get over yeah. it real quickly. and you, you, But you get over it, but in the same breath, you get used to it. So when you go out, yeah. it's like, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, I, And so that that kind of got me motivated to start taking photos again. And the last, I've been to a couple of gigs now where I've done some shots and nothing but love has been thrown my way. And it's mm. kind of made me go... Oh, maybe, uh, maybe I've found something that I've like I've found what I can finally do. Yeah. You know, like in between going to shows because that's what I love doing so much. Mm. I can now go and just take a camera with me and get some happy snaps yeah. and send them through. And you know, I, good. thank <laughs> you. Good I, uh, see, and like, there's another thing too. Like, I I honestly don't know how to deal with that half the time when people are like they're fucking sick, man. Yeah, like, yeah, and oh. I'm just like, oh, fucking <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> Like and I, I am absolutely appreciative of anybody saying that yeah, to me. Yeah. It's just it's one of those things. It's hard to like, cop, like yeah, like yeah, just positive critique. Yeah, rather yeah, than criticism. like I, I do appreciate you know criticism as well. Yeah, you know that's what I pro- that's one of the things I love Borgie for um, from Bad Habits. Yeah, um, is that you know I've asked him before like what do you think I should like what what could I improve on? He's like oh. You can be a bit boring sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Just brutally honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that about him though. Like, it's easier to not... cop that than people who you can tell are like lying through their teeth or trying right. to be nice. Right, that's what I mean. Like yeah. it's it's just honesty. He's not trying to yeah. be a dick about it. He's yeah. just like, ah, oh, you know, you can be a bit boring sometimes. So yeah. that 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 plays in my head though, but in a good way. Like yeah. try to make when I when I have episodes now, like just try and make them uh, as as interesting as I possibly yeah. can. Yeah. Like I don't want I don't want Borgie to be bored. Yeah. You know? yeah. So <laughs> I, I I love the guy. So yeah, like and it's also just now I've I've kind of got my footing again, like in feeling like I feel yeah. glad to be back out and yeah. like I can talk to people. And there's been a bit of like there's a period of time now that has passed and we we're sort of back to normality in a way. Yeah. So it's kinda yeah. like it's been a few months or whatever. So it's kinda like, yeah, now's about the time when it starts to feel sort of normal again. Yeah, because there was that period of time too where you could go back to shows, but it's like no moshing, no dancing, yeah, no down, nothing. Wear yeah, a sit- mask. yeah. Yeah, we had to play a show like with masks on and people were just sitting down and so it's, weird. It, yeah, right. Can't and see any can't see any expression in anyone's face or everyone's just sort of sitting there just staring at you, like really observant. Mm. And I and I feel like in that setting as well, that's that's when an audience is going to be most analytical. So yeah. that's even that's even scarier, like being up there because it's like, well, they have nothing else to do other than sit here and watch. So their brain is going to be analyzing every single little thing that goes on, any mistake, what you, what know you what do I mean? with your feet, yeah, like, exactly, yeah, any little exactly. ticks, and you, you, you feel on the spot. That, that, yeah. I guess that's how like the the classical people playing in the symphonies and stuff yeah, feel because yeah, that's sure. exactly what they're doing too. Yeah. Like you, they're being just watched. Like and taking yeah. in the music, obviously, but like yeah. they're not there to make people jump and sing and no, crowd no. surf. You know, yeah. people are just there, like, oh my god. And that and that audience, the people that listen to classical, they are far more critical than people in heavy music, unless um, they're a person who like plays an instrument or whatever. A lot of the time, people are nowhere near as critical or analytical as like. 
the classical people, the jazz people, like those guys are savage. <laughs> a, a friend of mine uh, used to work in a jazz bar, so yeah. she was just like, "This is the worst fucking." Shit. It's rough. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're so they're foul pieces. Of yeah, dude. Some of them, like, no, not all of them, obviously. Yeah. but like, I mean, for the jazz for people, the, are just intense. Man. Yeah, like, that, that, that's they're all much. really good at what they do, and there there has, I think, historically in jazz, there is a sense of competition, and there always has mm. been because everybody. In the you know fifties, sixties, 70s, we're all just redoing each other's songs and trying to do it better and outdo each other on a different instrument, and mm-hmm. that still happens now, like very much so. Especially yeah. within like even the Brisbane scene of jazz, like the small people that are doing that, like there is a lot of competitiveness. I yeah, think, no yeah. shit, right? Oh man, that's crazy. Like, I mean, I I don't I I, I don't try and. S- pick out if there is any sort of competition in like the other scenes yeah, that yeah, are throughout yeah. it, right? Yeah. But oh, you, only it see does, it, you only see it off stage. Just yeah, a it's a lot harder to stuff, see. But everyone still backs each other and, you know, is, is it, all there for each other, you know, like. It, it can be a little bit more difficult to see it in like, yeah, like the different, like those different scenes, especially like ones that bounce off of like the crowd's energy and shit. You never really kind of. Can, that's usually what they're after, right? Yeah. It's it's never sort of like who plays this better or whatever. It's it can for the most part be focused on the crowd. Yeah, and like that's what, yeah, yeah. Everything that's going like the crowd reaction is super important for that. And then that makes stuff, you yeah. that that that'll make them more confident in yeah. doing something more outlandish or outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make the show more notorious you know yeah. like and that's a lot of jazz just like those weird improvisational moments like that yeah, yeah. like that that uh common house show um toy set that was fucking wild yeah man, yeah everyone know? was skitting out <laughs> oh it was intense you know the fucking uh roof projector yeah that got torn down yeah yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see that but somebody oh, after the set I was, was like yeah. Somebody like ripped down the projector or something. Was like, oh, it wasn't shoot. like they went full Hulk mode or whatever. Yeah. It's just they happened to be getting pulled up like for a crowd mosh and he's just happened to grab it. Yeah. And then when he's tried thinking that it can hold his weight, <laughs> yeah, he's just fallen down immediately. Over, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just <laughs> come straight down. Yeah. I was like half a second away from getting a shot of uh, it. I was spewing. Kind, yeah, I was spewing, but also kind of like, oh. You don't really like want to condone that yeah. either, right? Like, because yeah. like, fuck, Common House is a is a sick yeah. venue, and you yeah. want that to stay. Yeah, you, you need know? the respect there. Yeah, and like, uh, there was no. That's the that's the thing about that one too is that there wasn't any malice in wanting that to happen. It was nah, just nah. way. It just got real hectic real quick. Yeah, yeah. But everyone's everyone's cool. Like in the scene, like that I see. I don't know if I get knocked down or someone gets knocked down. That's right. Everyone's yeah. picking each other back up and you don't really see too much like aggression no. these days. Like, no. And which is good. It is. It is. And half the time anyway, if it, if it starts up, it's, it's nipped in the bud pretty quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, super know? quick. Yeah. And, and that's, that's probably one of the more positive things about oh, that. Sure. Cause of course, like it, it can get quite intense and yeah. there's, there can be quite, even in the pits, there, there can be quite a lot of ego. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it, and it happens sometimes, especially in that heavier sort of yeah. like hardcore beatdown shit. Like, yeah. you know, I I'm not really the biggest fan of like that crowd kill shit. I do yeah. appreciate watching it yeah, when I can it happens. Appreciate it, but I I'm not gonna get in there and no risk no it. and yeah. and like 
Yeah, it can just get a little too intense sometimes yeah. for my liking. Oh, yeah, it's hectic. You know, uh, I learned the hard way when I first started getting into the scene that you don't walk in the middle of one when yeah. it's happening. I got no pretty much knocked out. Yeah, like donkey not, kicks. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. like a complete knockout, but I got kicked in the cr- across the head and like just went down and saw white. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm pretty sure I'm concussed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what happened. I got picked up straight away and was like, you all right, man? I'm like, where am I? I'm yeah. like, oh, that's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Still stayed there and watched the rest of the shit though because yeah. it was uh, Prom Queen Say Goodbye Tour. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. hectic. That yeah. Good ass. yeah, it was. Yeah. It, that was right uh, when Red Shaw came back and started playing shows. Damn. Ghost Inside and Dude, that um, reunion footage from last year or whatever that oh, came out. I oh. really whatever that I can't like remember. Eight five six dude did that. That's yeah. right, he did. Yeah, yeah, he came down to do that festival or whatever yeah. that was there. And so then sick. he was here for like a month or something yeah. close to like filming a whole bunch of shows. Yeah. I, maybe I'm wrong on how long he was here for, but he was... Yeah, he definitely he, filmed heaps. Like, yeah, yeah that's, like that's nerve damage and shackles yeah. got filmed. Um, heaps of bands. I know they, yeah, yeah like Brightside, they had Terror playing there with Jesus Peace. Yeah, They yeah. filmed that one. Oh, Honest Crooks as well yeah. got filmed. Oh, I wish I could remember that fucking festival because I wanted to I wanted to go the to one the one. Was it like in Melbourne? It was, I'm pretty sure it was... Maybe Melbourne. Maybe Start, I swear it started with a D. I can't remember. Oh man, this, oh, fucking Adam would know this. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Like, it's so good to see those amounts of shows picking up now, oh, yeah. though. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's just one of those things where once you haven't had it for a while, too. That everyone comes back and they just want to be fucking. Yeah. They're so pumped. Yeah. You know. So I mean. It, 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 at the very least, you can't blame them for getting really excited. Yeah, for being amongst Everyone's it. Been locked up for ages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot of pent up like feelings or whatever. But now, now it's the time to sort of check yourself again. Yeah, and, for sure. And yeah. slow down and see what's going on. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what you said it, Chasm started at about in around 2018, 2019. Yeah. Uh, you just you just dropped a new song as well yeah, uh, yeah very like within the last few days yeah, uh, yeah. pretty much from recording this uh oh fuck i'm drawing a blank on the name of the song again um absentia terror yeah. uh about eight minutes yeah it's a yeah. long one yeah what there's a real challenge in writing long songs yeah purely from the remembering of yeah. it i think yeah how do you find is is that your biggest thing as well, or is what is it about writing long songs? Um, I like I like stories, I like books, mm-hmm. and I like movies that have a strong narrative that is varied and nonlinear, and that's how I like my music a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of story based music, yeah, like story yeah. based tell. Like it's yeah. Not necessarily through like the lyrics or anything, just like constantly evolving, like the song just constantly changing tone and atmosphere and mood. Like I like that sort of stuff, like old Mahavishnu orchestra records, that sort of thing. It's just cacophonous a lot of the time and the structures are almost non-existent because they are just going through the paces, just moving from riff to riff to riff. And it's just all these different atmospheres and tones just in one sort of one piece you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you can express a lot more in eight minutes with however many riffs than you could with the same amount of riffs in like three minutes yeah whatever because you can 
perform so many variations and play on it more. And yeah, that's that's very attractive to me like about it. Is it one of those things where you try and focus on that build where it's a slow start where it builds up and then you have sort of a crescendo of sorts and yeah. then you drop off or so, so, like there's no there's no plan with any of it. It'll start with like w- ideas come to me when I'm going to bed. Like I'll be going to sleep and then a song will just come to my head like fully fleshed out. Like every instrument will be playing in my head sort of thing. And then I'll have to go and sort of just try my best to put, you know, record it on acoustic or something in my room really quickly. And then the next day go through it. And then I'll work from what I got the night before or just with this like one idea for a part of a song. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like that, like that is challenging, but there is, there's no sort of structure or anything that I work off. Like I don't work to go like, oh yeah, it's going to start off like this and then we'll work towards this. And then each song has to end a certain way. A lot, like some of them, some of the songs start off far more intense than the others and work in different ways. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Atmospheric. Kind of, kind of like in waves and all yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's all in waves and the tones are always changing. And that's like kind of what I want to achieve. It's just like all these different like emotions and feelings just, sort of mashed into all these different songs in different places. I know it might be hard to elaborate on, but when you talk about how all these instruments come into your head when you're just laying down in bed yeah. at night and how they seem, how do you think that that comes to you? I have no idea. And but, I, it is, but it is something like, so you're, you're telling me that you'll just be laying there and yeah. you will have the sounds in your head. I'll have like a whole, you know, like, I don't know if it's the the same for other people, but like I get earworms real bad. I okay. get like um I get really annoying pop songs and stuff stuck in my head all the time. And I'll be at work and if I'm absent minded or whatever, I'll get like Britney Spears Toxic just like playing in my head just over and over again. They, and those songs are designed for that to happen. Yeah, though, and I, you know? I love Britney Spears. <laughs> I, like, un- unironically, unashamed, she's a huge guilty pleasure. Yeah. But, um, like I'll get that sort of like things along those lines stuck in my head. I get earworms real bad and they're, they've gotten to the point now where I'm older, where I can perceive like the music as if I was kind of listening to it through headphones. And yeah, that just sort of happens sometimes. Like when I'm going to bed, like I can't write and like pick up my guitar a lot of the time. Like I can't like pick up my guitar and like play and then come up with like really good riffs. Like that happens sometimes, but most of it is when I'm like super relaxed and like about to sleep, like a whole song will just start playing in my head. And then it's like, Oh, okay. I have to try and figure out how to transcribe that. Like, yeah. Okay. It's like information overload sometimes. Like, and that's so, and that's one of the, the, well, it's not the easier ways obviously, but, uh, it's harder for you to sit down and say, I'm going to record. Yeah. I can it do is. it, but it's hard. Like it's super hard, like to sit there and like, play around with one idea that I have or just sort of jam out and find something like I can do that, but it's easier to work with like an idea that's formed up here. Cause usually when they get formed in my head, they're, they're pretty much like all there, like all the ideas are there. I just have to figure out how to get all this down onto paper and then into the door and record it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the mind is such a fucking wild ride. It's though, weird, dude. Right? It, it makes me feel like a weird person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like sitting here and talking about that, like being like, Oh, when, when I go to bed, I get songs. Like it sounds stupid as well, fuck. This but is, like, this <laughs> is the shit. No, but seriously, this yeah. is the shit that no, quotation marks yeah. here. Normal people think are fucking weird. But yeah. Anybody in the creative scene, 
yeah. or anyone in the music scene will just look at you and just be like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, like there's no, yeah, yeah. like that, or that's I, it. Or they can relate to that as well. They probably, can relate to yeah. it. They're like, fuck yeah, that's a sick way of like uh, working yeah. out how to write music or whatever. You've got your own method. That's sick. Your songs are playing out exactly how yeah. it sounds. So, you know, there's no sort of critique about that yeah yeah whereas you'd just be like what the fuck there's something <laughs> yeah. wrong with your yeah, head bro yeah. it's like well yeah there's a lot of shit wrong with a lot of people out there but yeah. you know I'm, this is how i'm benefiting from it right yeah now, and, and I, I think that's just how i process it i guess yeah because like, i don't really choose to process it that way if i could i it, w- it would be very good to sit down like every day and just be like oh, okay i'm gonna write a new chasm song and that sometimes does happen, like it has in the past, like for that single Obsession Terror that we released, like I think we had a couple of riffs from when we were in Mammoth and then one day, yeah, I sort of sat down with the objective of being like, okay, I'm going to finish this song and write it. And I did that, but yeah, the other way is I think my subconscious just like processing it, all the information and that's just how it chooses to do it, I guess. Yeah. Leaving it till the very last minute when I'm about to fall asleep and forget everything. <laughs> just one, And, you know, that's probably more so that your brain's finally been able to decompress yeah. from the day and it's yeah. at its like zen state. So like clear thinking is like yeah, 100%. Heightened. Yeah. And then on like all the ideas that you've just been like that have been trying to come through throughout yeah. the day have hit you and you're just like oh fuck <laughs> yeah I, I yeah. can I can I can breathe I can do something yeah it's yeah. very li- like it's very much a light bulb moment like yeah, it goes fuck. off and it's just like okay shit. yeah right I mean I reckon if I think one of the parts for me is that if I don't have the current like the needs or the the right stuff in front of me in order to have a crack at writing music I kind of distract myself from you know oh maybe it'll come at a later date sort of thing because I've been wanting to write and play for so long right now I have my guitar I have my amp Mm -hmm. I can do that but I'm just my biggest hurdle right now is like trying how how the fuck do I like come up with these ideas like I have these ideas in my head right but I don't know how to put them on paper because I don't have like a beat behind me I haven't got anything like that sorted yet you don't you don't have like that initial basis or mm. like yeah yeah and I that's can, what's hard to find sometimes like, i can kind of work out how i want it to sound yeah but i'm never going to know until i have someone actually like putting the sound behind it either yeah. with a, a, a an electric kit or um through computer based or yeah, even yeah. just like in a in, in a jam sesh or whatever yeah. right and the last time i tried getting something going like that's how the ideas came up during it was uh, myself and Acid Matt were um, jamming over at his place yeah. and I just took my guitar over one time and like let's have a fucking jam yeah. and then we had something going and we were about to like I wouldn't say record yeah. uh, but we were going to try and get a, a live show going yeah, and he yeah. moved to Melbourne and I was like fuck yeah. and then I never really got it going again Yeah, you know it was just kind of like that bad ugh. timing and then yeah, yeah. I want to I want to do something again yeah. like yeah. that I think it'll be fucking fun. Yeah. And, and my, yeah, I, my biggest hurdle right now is that I seem to be distracting myself with, oh, I can't, I can't get this done right now. I don't have this or I don't yeah. have that, or it might feel like a money hurdle. And yeah. it's a big, I'm probably overdoing it more than I should, um, or just making it like a bigger hurdle than it is. But I, mean, but it, I mean, like, it, it could it could just be like you know right now it's just not the right time you mm. know I've I've had that before like 
I've had to like take serious breaks from like playing guitar and music because I just have gotten sick of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I just don't have the like. I know that I would like to do it, or you know, or I'd like to record this one thing, but not so much that I'm really going to go out of the way because just everything at that time just might be a bit wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just a bit out of whack, and it could could be like that. You know? Have you? with chasm had any so has it always been sort of like let the music flow sort of thing or have you always have you wanted to try and make it like because i know some bands will write stuff but it'll just be ridiculously hard to play sometimes like almost over the top sort of thing that happens with us yeah it does like okay um like some songs yeah like um so we used to storm and i used to write um i would have all the riffs and i'd write out an order of them i'd show storm every single riff and we'd give it a name and then he's really good with that stuff so he would remember like 12 riffs like really easily remember the names we'd have it on a structure and we'd just go through and write out however many bars we want of each part and play Mm -hmm. it out and that's how we used to do it and he would write the drums to the music um and you know i would give him pointers if i ever had anything to say about it but he's pretty much 100% spot on with like everything that he writes. So it's, it used to be quite easy like that. Now I find myself struggling with that process, like sitting in a room, like with storm and being like, all right, let's go through these riffs. So I just record everything on my computer now. And because I am doing that and cause I'm programming the drums and like, I can go a little bit wild with the song structures and it's really easy on the, on the door. Um, yeah. Sometimes the songs get like super hard and then you go to play it live with each other and it's just like (laughs) what the fuck was i thinking yeah yeah Um, like we wrote a bunch like i've got like like the album comes out on june 24th but i've already got pretty much another album ready like to go worth of songs and we've been playing them we've been playing like one or two of them live recently as well as the the songs that are going to come out soon and what yeah one of those songs is just bullshit difficult and we've had to adjust like a lot of it because it just is yeah. unplayable live <laughs> in in its original state. Like, because you just get carried away. Like, yeah. you get carried away with layering. You get carried away with what you can do with timing. Like, it's so easy mm-hmm. rather than sitting in a jam room and being like, oh, we have to play this time signature. We have to play this riff. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier when it's just you and you're just on the computer and you've got all this up here and it just flows out sort of thing. You know, uh, like, I asked you if you had trouble remembering shit but it you, doesn't seem like no nah. i don't think you guys do no nah, no nah. we um we have been playing like i don't like i don't listen to a lot of music that like has like verse chorus bridge verse like i do like heaps of music like that mm-hmm. but i don't think it makes up the majority or i don't think it would make up a vast majority of the music i listen to um cuz i'm just not like interested mm-hmm. in that too much unless the tones and like the melody is like really catchy or really nice to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been playing like long songs and like complicated structures and songs since I was like pretty young and same with Storm. So I think we're just kind of used to playing like really long songs that have, you know, a million parts that don't get repeated or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I guess we just jam all the time. There, there was a period where Storm lived with me and, um, and we were jamming literally every single day, like 
every single and day that, without fail. If you're living in a music household, I mean, it's pretty fucking hard not to be yeah. playing music. Yeah, well, like our band room is just behind the lounge room and you can just see the drum kit and all the amps <laughs> and you'll be sitting in the lounge room and it's like, oh, that looks pretty good over there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like, it's 11 p.m. at night. Cannot jam right now. Yeah, or maybe on an electric drum kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that can you can you like jam with an electric drum kit? Is yeah, it yeah, possible? You c- yeah, you could. Like you could. I mean, there's heaps of heaps of things that you could do. Like you could just go headphones and just like have everyone hooked up to the same like headphone mix and have a guitar go into the headphones. But I guess you could just plug it into an amp. And just have it real low. See, I don't know half of this shit, you know, but yeah. I, I love the, I love it. Yeah, yeah. But I just have no idea of all the possibilities that are that there is. In yeah, order, no, you, you know what I mean. Definitely, like jam quietly with a electric kit, like real easy. Yeah, yeah. You can, ha- you can send everything to the headphones, send all the guitars to the headphones, and you could all just jam like I that. N- I need to get more tech savvy. Eh? Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot to it. Eh? It seems. Yeah, I don't know. Music, like music tech. I used to be like super scared by and like overwhelmed by. Mm-hmm. But once you learn like a few basic things, everything sort of just like locks in, and you're just like, oh, okay, I think I understand how this works, and you can sort of teach yourself stuff. Like, yeah, and I think because it's music as well, and it's fun, and everyone enjoys it, you're a bit more inclined to like learn because you want to learn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than learning a fucking English textbook or like a math textbook or whatever, you don't want to do that shit. No. Yeah. It's it's not really something at the time that's exciting for yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, but music is, so it's like, I want to learn this. You yeah. Know? Like, I want to know how to make this. Or I always really enjoyed it, but even like in high school, I was like fucking super nervous to like play in front of just like a small amount of people. Yeah. I don't know what it was then. Oh, like, dude, high school is like the worst period for that sort of thing. Like, especially like, public speaking like mm. like essays and stuff like uh fuck that like <laughs> high school is like when you're most vulnerable and like anxious and you're trying to suss everyone out you're trying to suss yourself out yeah and it's just yeah no nah, fuck that i had to perform i knew too like, many smart asses eh? yeah yeah, yeah and, and cunts will just say shit like yeah. <laughs> yell shit out i had to perform once on assembly in high school and it was Genuinely, like, one of the most terrifying things I can remember. I just remember yep. being sweating, like, just sweating all over, just so nervous. Like, it's whereas now, that would not, <laughs> you know, it just would not even be a thing. It's like, what you all. do all the time now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just second nature. Yeah. And anything that you do that's second nature to you, you're just like, what's the problem? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, there's, what, why is this such a big deal? It always comes back to a psychological yeah. thing, you know? Like, e- even in saying that, though, even if, even if I was playing heaps of shows in high school, I still probably would have been nervous just because my high school cohort was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things, man. Like now you, you, you look back at it and you just go, you know, what if? Yeah. But yeah. During that time, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that, uh, that a lot of people struggle, I think, to let go of, and myself included. Like, I, I, yeah. I wish I'd done certain things differently in high school and shit like that, but, yeah. like, that's... <sighs> what the fuck, No, nah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, beyond that. I, like, I reckon even all the kooky shit that you do is so character-forming and so funny in retrospect that yeah. it's just like, nah, you gotta, like, hold on to that shit. Like, even if you just... Like, even if it's things where you just kooked it so hard, like, that shit is so special. Like, it is. Because it's, like, super character forming and yeah like, you just yeah you look back on that shit and it's like oh wish i didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny <laughs> oh yeah there's i gotta find it again but there's a video i think the video is still up but it was like 
when I was 16 and it was when we'd finished school early on the day. Yeah. Uh, Morgs from Burnt Tapes would know this. Uh, his brother was driving his little fucking purple Fiesta thing, <laughs> like this little tiny thing. And Brad, who lived down the end of the street, had this like go-kart and we were all just like, <laughs> yes, who's got rope? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we were trying to see how fast we could get like getting towed by the car going down this stretch of road, obviously waiting for cars to go by. And the thing had no brakes. The only, oh, way, of the, course, yeah. the only thing you could really slow down with was the, like the white bumps in the middle of the road oh, that are yes. further down the street. Yeah. So usually you'd just ride one set of wheels over it, obviously, because yeah. it was so wide. So that was yeah. the only way you'd really be able to slow yourself down. And yeah, uh, I think we got it up to about 50, 60 Ks an hour. Got tight. Yeah. It was, and it's, that's one of the stupid things that you do. Yeah, and you're just like, and it's what, like where this, did that come it's from? It's this like, shitty ass like phone camera footage from like you know, back when phones were like like Motorola racers yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that. So it's shit, grainy yeah. as shit. Yeah. It's terrible footage, but it's funny. Yeah, right. Yeah, you just so quality, like. you just you just see me getting towed down the street, just going like ah, yeah. and and the only and you see me like at the end of the street, like slow down with it. Yeah, I got in trouble for that though. Yeah, because the <laughs> fucking Morgan showed it to our volleyball coach. Oh, and there has to be that one guy. Yeah, but. But see, like he he acted like one of the, the boys. boys so it was like, like we all because oh, yeah. we he'd been our coach for like f- fucking four years or some True, shit. So it's like yeah, you yeah. think you can trust. Yeah, yeah. And then he's ended up like mentioning it to my mum, and then oh, my mum sat lips. She yeah. uh she sat me well she didn't sit me down, but like when we came home from school that day, she like looks at me and goes, "So uh, Broadway showed me a video." I'm like, "Oh yeah, what of <laughs> you going down?" That's because the street was just around the corner. Yeah, yeah. You going down that street being towed by the car uh, on, on a go-kart. And I'm like, yeah, what'd you think of it? She's like, you are an idiot. <laughs> I was like, fuck, yeah. what? It's so good. But I, I got roasted for doing it. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was fucking stupid, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I look back now at it and I'm like, hey, that's funny. Fuck so, if yeah, you want to, I, I can't, yeah. I've got to remember what to Google. But if I find it, I'll, I'll post it up. Please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like go karting 50Ks an hour or some shit if it's still up. That's gotta, so like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's and, and, like, typical, like, fucking like what you would write back then, too. Don't go, like, yeah. wacky descriptive yeah, or whatever, like yeah. it is now. Um, but that's also again like the changing of the times too. Yeah, like I, yeah. I don't even know how like when the fuck was YouTube started again? Two thousand and seven, I think. Yeah, right. Or so it maybe two thousand six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So a couple of years it had been going by that point. Yeah. And I hope it's that. I hope I'm right and don't yeah. silly. Yeah. Oh who, who gives a shit? <laughs> it could be totally wrong, but like it's still a fair while ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in in for for me oh, that's anyway. A, that's a huge amount of time now, dude. That's like over a decade. Yeah, that's and like s- it's changed so quickly. Yeah, right? just yeah. the whole dynamic of it. Remember when MySpace was a thing? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I I never. Oh, you were never a part of that I era. Never, I never had it. I was in the era. I was young for the era, but I didn't have it just because. I was just like preoccupied with. Like, I didn't get into social media till I was like in year nine. Yeah, okay. I think I had an account like. I think my friend in year five made me an account on Facebook or something, and I just never used it. And Mate, it there was fucking you know, Bebo. And yeah, MySpace. Bebo. Yeah, yeah, I had Bebo. I had when Bebo because that was funny as fuck. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it was so just like so cluttered and gross. So to look stupid. At. Like the worst designing that you could ever fucking yeah. do. But my, is MySpace is, still a thing? 
Um, Surely. yes, to a point, but it's like super shit. Though. True. Right, I'm I gonna make a chasm in MySpace. Everyone, yeah, do wait it. for that. And Bebo, surely Bebo is still a thing. I have no idea, but it's worth a Google. Surely, yeah. Like, if it's a thing, we're making an account. Yeah, everyone just has to make follow an us on Bebo, Bebo, MySpace. Yeah, yeah just make an account <laughs> on every platform. What can go yeah. wrong? It, you should start an OnlyFans. Yeah, like Chasm an, OnlyFans. Yeah, no, no, no sexual content. Just all, all music. Super just challenging the norms. Of yeah. the app and the platform. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd have to start. Okay, to ruin it. Everyone. <laughs> 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 So, Chasm has got shows happening at the end of this month, is that right? Yeah, 20, 28th of May, um, we're playing a show called Adentulous. Um, it's run by a girl named Bridie, um, she's a visual artist mm-hmm. in, um, in Brisbane, and we're going to have, I think, like a total of eight visual artists with all their stuff on display, and we're mm-hmm. going to do like a gallery type thing, and then um, Watch Your Die will play resin tomb and then we'll play um, okay to finish the night yeah what have you have you done like back-to-back sets before or um, is this first time or is this something you're used to or no this i think this is my first double set okay i think yeah i think this will be my first double set yeah fucking animal wait hey oh <laughs> no nah, hang on i think i may have done it once before and it was at two separate venues like right. it was like two bands two separate oh, two separate venues yeah yeah, I think I have done it before, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just fucking intense, man. Anybody who does that shit, seriously. Yeah, it's... Animals! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Like, I've been practicing at home, like, playing bass for a bit, and then jumping on guitar, like, straight after, <laughs> to yeah. see if I can have... And yeah, I think I'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That, that'll be a good fucking show. Where's it at? Uh, it's at the station, which is, like, a little art space, um... Just on the edge of the valley in Spring Hill, um, okay, like near the Spring Hill Willies and stuff. Is I it think. a usual venue that's played at, or is this something um, because of the art being displayed? It's it's more just because yeah, like we wanted. I didn't. I don't know. I love venues, and I love Brisbane venues, but I also like tight knit groups of people in smaller spaces, and mm-hmm. it's a smaller space, and it's good to have the art up there, and you've got room to play. So it's just like. Yeah. Is it a Friday night or a Saturday night? <sighs> Friday. Friday. No, no. I'm, I'm working this out of my head anyway. So. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll be a Friday or a Saturday. Because yeah. if it's possible, I'll see if I can try and come take photos on the night. Definitely. That would be awesome, man. Because um, ha- I've done Resin Tomb, but that's yeah. sweet. I'll, I'll do them again, whatever. But I haven't done Watch You Die and I haven't done Chasm. Yeah. So that'd be fucking sick. And it the, the black and white style that I really enjoy doing is so good for those small spaces yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's all like brick and like corrugated iron on the inside and there's like all big beams across the yeah. roof and stuff. Oh, that's so it's a very industrial little loft looking thing. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, did you say 28th? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Friday. I hope so, yeah. Fucking okay. A. I should be able to come to that. Yeah. And right. then we got a single coming out on the 27th, so the day before. Oh. That'll be the next single. Yeah. Do you, has it always... Do you do much promotion in the sense of, like, dropping songs and then, or, and then like, trying to tee up a show afterwards? Or how's it, how's like, it been since all this COVID shit? This has been sort of our first experience with that sort of stuff. So it's kind of interesting because it is this weird post-COVID period. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're still learning, like, about all that. And, yeah, um, I didn't plan any shows 
for the release like at all until yeah. the other day. I we 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 have planned some stuff now, and that show on the twenty eighth will sort of be like a part single launch. But yeah. We're still navigating that sort of stuff, okay. like learning the ropes of that. Yeah, is it challenging to try and find the time now? Because obviously we've we've had a bit of a chat mm. about Chasm, and you've also got the show lined up. Uh, but you're also playing in Bled Out, who were just started, sort of you know getting some notoriety now. Yeah. It's just sort of picked up. You've dropped that new release. Yeah, yeah. So, jug time management. How the fuck does that work? Um, it's like hard. And I, I, I feel, and I, and I feel, I feel, I feel bad sometimes. I'm sorry to everyone that I'm in a band with. If I'm slack at messaging, <laughs> this is an apology to everyone. Um, yeah, it, it is hard. Um, but I don't know. Thank God for thank God for group chats and messenger and everything. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty onto it with you know letting people know about my availability for jams and stuff. And I just sort of have to work it in at the start of every week. Just be like, all right this day will be this band, this day will be this band sort of thing. And yeah, it, it's stressful. Cause like I got work and stuff as well, you know, like, <laughs> I got a life. yeah, exactly. Yep. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of weird juggling that, but it's what I want to do. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 Fucking stick it out. Yeah. Yeah. So you, do you play guitar in bled out as well? No, I play bass. So, play bass. um, yeah, Chasm's like the only band other than our black metal project, Daedric Armor, which will be out later this year. That's like the only other project that I play guitar in. Everything else I play bass in. Okay. So yeah, Blood Out is bass, Watch You Die is bass, Royal Artillery is bass as well. Yeah. What, is that a preference that no, you have? hate playing bass. Hate, hate playing bass. think it's a stupid instrument. I want everyone to know that right <laughs> now I'm saying it. I don't care. Like, I think it's a dumb <laughs> instrument. It's cool when it's played epic. Like, I don't know. I, I, there's bass players that I love. Mm-hmm. A very small fucking handful, though. <laughs> I love a lot of guitarists, but oh, there's not a man, lot of bass players some, I like. There, there's, some, there's some vitriol for... Oh, man. For Play, playing with bass players is hard. Unless they are cool and they know what they're doing. <laughs> We're very lucky at the moment in Chasm... Um, our bass player Jess Cameron, she's incredible, absolutely amazing. Um, right, that sorry, okay, yeah. Before we go any further, yeah. you used to be a two piece, and, and now, now we are a three piece. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, and she's completely just changed everything. Like the dynamic, it's all just so much heavier and so much more full. Like she just knows exactly what she's doing, and she plays for us mm-hmm. rather than against us or yeah, okay. for herself. She's the backbone of the band now um and and her and storm work together like extremely well that doesn't happen a lot though you don't <laughs> get the, you don't get bass players like jess all the time yeah you know what i mean so a lot of my previous experiences with bass players has been shit house. so i think i've got a bit of a uh i don't know a pre like a preconception you yeah, know what i mean just from my experiences yeah. yeah but you know when bass is played good Love that shit. But yeah, I don't know. I don't like playing bass that much. Like it's fun to like just slap around and there's a lot more room for mistakes. But yeah, it's like I would much rather play guitar. And this is obviously isn't any indication that you dislike playing with the bands. It's just love playing with the bands. Just like it's me and my little thing with my instrument. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like you fucking hate the instrument, not the sound. Yeah. And like, and that makes me want to play good as well. Cause like, Mm. Yeah, like I like dislike 
the instrument because I dislike how some people play it, mm-hmm. especially in hardcore. I'm sick of I'm sick of seeing you all use picks. I, I'm sick of it. Like I'm actually like I'm so done with it. Like if you remind were, me that <laughs> when I when I teach myself how to play bass, not to use yeah a fucking fingers pick. only, man. Like yeah. so all you're the, all a purist with the bass if you're going to use it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, like. Okay, when we record bass, though, I have to use a pick, <laughs> and that and that and that's Brendan. He he's very adamant that I use a pick because, like, obviously, you're gonna get way better, like, more consistent tone from it with a pick. But it's about that feel. So when you're playing live, every yeah. hardcore bass player, metal bass player, learn how to play with your fingers, please. <laughs> there used to be a band back in the day called Hiroshima Will Burn, and there was they were a they were a five piece. I'm pretty sure, but mm. they were that. During that era when they were out, they were like that tech death core band. Yeah, that but weird they were mathy that, shit. Yeah, but they were yeah, they yeah. were hectic as shit when they played, right? Yeah, and it made so much sense when I finally saw them live as well. I just well, it does. It's not necessarily the reason why, but it was a left-handed bassist, which I loved because I'm a lefty as well. Yep. It's a small world out there, <laughs> and he had a six-string. Uh, bass any finger play yeah that, see that sort of it, that's incredible yeah. like when you see okay so like four strings is one thing mm. but playing with your fingers on six strings like i would yeah. much rather see that you know what i mean like yeah. that's it was insane the, yeah. the, if you go i'm pretty sure they actually have some shit on spotify so yeah. if you go and listen to that yeah i think i've heard of them before yeah yeah, yeah. and they're just wild yeah and you'll understand when you hear some of the like they do a couple of instrumental songs as yeah, well i'm sick. pretty sure too yeah and it's and one of them has like a bass is very much involved in it right yeah. it's it just sounds out, like otherworldly in a yeah. way you know yeah. what i mean well, like, if you've got a good bass player man it like just completely changes everything because like the like the bass like some people just treat it as like this root note savior that just fills out all your all your root notes and all your chord mm-hmm. changes and like it shouldn't be like that. It should, <laughs> like the bass player should be ripping, like always. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are there is moments for that companionship of, you know, just letting those chords ride out and the chord changes, but they should be ripping. You know, they should be going for it. Any any time I go to a show now and I see a bass player with a pick, I'm going to think of you. Yeah, just being like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just raging out in the background. <laughs> Especially if, if I'm at a show and you're there, I'm going to look and see what yeah. you're, where they're playing. Uh, and, and that yeah. That's just me being such a prick. Yeah. <laughs> and, there's, and there's so many bass players that I like in Brizzy mm-hmm. and really enjoy that use a pick. Yeah. But it's just like my little personal, like, oh, I, I, come I, on, guys. I, I can understand that, yeah. though. Like, yeah. it's, in a way, like, it's what you like. It's what yeah, you, know, yeah, you can't yeah. just tell someone not to like what they like. Yeah, yeah, no. uh, unless you're actually, like, fucking hurting someone in the process. Then, yeah. yeah. Fucking stop it. <laughs> you know, but, like, in that instance, yeah, like, yeah. it's it's something that it would be pretty hard to sort of shake menta- mentality-wise, uh, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, definitely. this is what I fucking like. Yeah. Don't you fucking tell me what to do. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, so how, how long have you been in, were you with Bled Out when it started or? No, no. So, um, oh man, I actually don't know. I don't think Bled Out have been around for too long. Um, I know they were around last year. Um, maybe the year before. Um, I joined last year, I think like towards the end of the last year, I think. Yeah. Um, (laughs) We'll take that. We'll take that. Dude, on it's win. just all a blur at the moment. It's so <laughs> bad. Like, yeah, trying to keep up. Yeah, I think it was end of last year I joined, so it hasn't been that long. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, I I love playing and bled out. 
Like really love it. Wasn't was your last show out at Ipswich? It was, was that, that at one? Golby's. Yeah, yeah, because that was with um, Skirmisher, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's yeah. I've had Jack on before. I love Jack. He's yeah, yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah he's sick cunt. Yeah, and um, he used to be in that grind band scumbag. Scumbag. Is that it? Or scum guts? Either one. Yeah, one of those. Two. One of them. Yeah. Uh he was in Cavity for a li- he had Cavity yeah, on yeah. for a little bit yeah. too. That was sick. And now he's got he also Slug. Slug's another yeah, he's one in too. Like five million bands. Yeah, I know. He's another one of you fuckheads <laughs> that just seems to want to play yeah. in, in as many bands as possible. Yeah. And see, there's my thing. I'm just jealous. Like I just, <laughs> I'm impressed by it half the time. Yeah. You know, I've got that jock mentality. I grew up playing sport, right? Like yeah. the more things you do, like it just it, like it's always yeah. in a way like competitive almost to a sense, but to yeah, yourself. For sh- yeah, for sure. You just know? trying to prove that you can do that. Yeah. yeah. On top of this as well. You yeah, know? And, and and all credit as well when it's different genres too. It's not just yeah. the same one like because yeah. that, that i feel like that would just get a bit boring oh, dude there's heaps of there's heaps of guys that i know they're in like hardcore bands that have a hardcore side project mm. and it's just like oh okay <laughs> 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 like you know I, I, I don't get that like personally like if i'm in a hardcore band i want to do a fucking blues side project yeah like it's something a songwriter project or something something like, you know, different yeah, than what yeah, you're doing yeah. yeah like if it's a side project in particular yeah. if it's another band that you're in and it's a hardcore yeah. band then sure whatever but if it's like a side project yeah i can understand yeah. that the, that that thought process yeah. as well because yeah you that would be a way to keep yourself fresh you know For like sure. that's that's not and something that you get stuck in writing all the time yeah and i think also like there's a lot of musicians that don't really branch out their whole careers that if they did would probably produce like some really cool music. Mm. So my mentality is like, well, if you're a musician, you may as well just try and Mm. do all different types that you can, regardless of whether you might think it's good or not. Like that's pushing yourself like as a musician, you know what I mean? That's like, that's experimentation, you know? And also like, you, if you want to get bigger as well, to a certain degree, yeah, like try something else. Yeah, and you might touch another audience base. You know? Tour as yeah, well. Exactly. Like, don't don't just stick to one place because you can be around for as long as fucking whatever. Right? Yeah. As long as uh, as long as the virus is whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> but if you're only playing to sort of one core group of people yeah. or, or scene then sure, you'll be known in one place. But if yeah. you want to get more notoriety, then You're gonna go, have to go out. Go out. Yeah. yeah, even if it's like a fucking, if you want to call it a, a interstate tour, yeah. but you just go to play in Byron or some yeah. shit you gotta like do that. It. You got to do it. And, 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 and Start you know, small. And there are bands that do that shit, and it's awesome. Like, it's real good seeing mm. that. Yeah, more people need to do that. I'm, like, I'm, we've, we've only been outside of Queensland once for Chasm. Like, we did Melbourne... Oh, Chasm would fucking smash it in Melbourne. That'd be... Yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, we played at, like, the Tote or something, and it was, like, pretty much packed out. That yeah. is yeah. a well-known venue down there. There's a lot yeah. of... There's been heaps of shows played yeah. there with massive bands. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's been one of those, like, stable venues sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I've seen so much footage, just, like, so many bands, like, not even local, like, international bands as well that have played there, and it's just, like... Mm. Such a sick venue, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I just hear a lot of how when when sh- 
and seeing the footage too now of like various bands and shit down in Melbourne playing and whatnot. Yeah. It's just weird seeing like we're in the same fucking country, but like the scene and just seeing so different. Yeah, it's so different. It's like a real stone of doom thing happening in Melbourne right now. Is there? Yeah, like I don't know why, <laughs> but because like that sort of I don't know, like that sort of past. Like I think that's like. I don't know, 2017, like, when Elder came out with, like, Reflections of a Floating World and, like, Paul Bearer were releasing new stuff and mm-hmm. and Conan interest was in sleep again. That was a period of time where, I don't know, I noticed that there was, like, a million new Stone of Doom bands coming up. And I think Melbourne is still going through that, like, right now. Who? Oh, there is a Simpson-themed one. What's it called again? Uh, Doc, Dr. Colossus? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that that I didn't even know that was a Simpsons band. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't even know that. <laughs> like right now, like you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Oh no, no. shit. Okay. Um. Well, their latest. Well, dude. I, know, I like I've heard the name, but I had no idea that it was Simpsons related. They're they're pretty doomy. They're pretty True, doomy. Yeah. But most of their songs are all Simpson themed or yeah. whatever in terms of like the 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 context. Like, True. Yeah. Uh. Like the songs aren't written in the style of any sort of Simpson yeah, but it's just like but lyrical references and yeah, shit. yeah. Well, one of the, one of my favorite songs of theirs is "Stupid Sexy Flanders," <laughs> right? But it's so like dirty, <laughs> yeah. down well, not down tuned, but like sludgy sounding. Yeah. It's got such a really groovy intro as well. You just can't help but fucking bob your head. Yeah, yeah. but then you just hear "Stupid Sexy Flanders." <laughs> oh, it's so amazing. It I like I have a real man. soft spot for bands that do that sort of shit it's not that i go out of my way for them but like if i see them come along dude that's awesome um, it's just creative and that's another thing that i love about the music scene too is that you have such a a, you have such an avenue to do whatever the fuck you want yeah right well fucking during during covid lucas from what you die and hurricane death and i we made a project called curse these metal hands which if you get that reference you'll know that it's from a sitcom called peep show mm-hmm. um it's a british sitcom like david mitchell i can't remember the other guy um and we did oh yeah david mitchell i know that guy yeah it's like yeah. all filmed from like people's pov and like you hear people's like internal monologues like in the show and it's just like really dark humor but we made like a grindcore project that only uses lyrics from the show and it's all up on Bandcamp. we did that like through co- like covid because we just had like nothing else to do really yeah okay, yeah cool. so that's all up on Bandcamp. if you look up curse these metal hands you'll find it yeah there's like seven songs and they're like all about the different characters in the show that's amazing yeah and all the all the vocals are like pretty much like all the vocals are just lucas just screaming like lines from the show like over these grind tracks so yeah. if you can't really understand him just know that you don't really have to go far to find them. Yeah, yeah, saying. all the lyrics are there. Yeah. yeah, and then, yeah, just go watch the show and you <laughs> <laughs> That's that. That's pretty cool, actually. I do like that. Yeah, those um, sorts of projects are fun. Oh, dude, so many, though. So many, yeah. fucking hell. And you, so you've done, you've finished recording the EP and it's up now on Spotify and all the all the platforms, basically, for, for Bled Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you've... you've just played at Golby's recently. What's the next thing for Bled Out? Uh, we have some shows coming up, but I can't really say anything about them. Ah, oh, that's fine. But yeah. they will be with some cool bands. That's mm. all I can say. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're gonna we're writing right now. Like uh, Jaden and David and Jess and everyone else in the band have been um, writing new songs. I haven't really 
had time to get over there and help out with that, which sucks because I have a bunch of ideas. But mm. they've yeah, they've been writing new stuff. So I think I don't know if they want to do another EP this year. I think we probably will um before an album but yeah hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully get some more music out by the end of the year for sure and okay. just play as many shows as possible sort of thing yeah right as many shows as possible with bled out and chasm yeah. fucking hell uh yeah i we talk I'm, I'm drawing blank there was the black metal one but uh not much to be said about that one at the moment yeah um i can definitely talk I, I can talk about it a little bit um, sure. Like it, like it'll be out like later this year, and like um, that's Lucas again. He he plays bass on that and does some vocals, and mm-hmm. then it's our other friend Alex and Brendan from Resin Tomb Descent. Every band ever uh, played <laughs> drums and recorded that for yeah. us. Yeah, I am sighing in this because like yes, <laughs> fuck another one who plays yeah. in every single band. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's the oh, he's a legend. Yeah. yeah, the high level version of all of us that play in a million bands. <laughs> he's like the overlord. He's the final boss. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he like he played drums on that. He recorded that. He did a great job. As always, he's a wizard behind the keyboard in oh, in the sense of recording. Yeah, right? man, he's just and I'm sure he's probably he could be good behind a keyboard. But ah, I've never seen him play keys. Brendan yeah. would love to see you play keys sometime, mate. Interested to see what you come up with as well. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah. So you're doing you you you've, you're dabbling in that at the moment, and yeah. What else was there? I'm sure we said something else uh, at the start. Watch you die. Watch you die. That's um, right. Yeah. You just you guys just dropped another song with that too. Yeah. So I didn't record. Um, the bass on that, that was another dude named Jed who used to be in the band. Mm-hmm. Um, he is from a band called Reptilian Civilian as well. Um, oh, yeah, like I've heard Death of them. Corp. Yeah, so he was like the main writer for that. Um, phenomenal guitarist. Um, but yeah, he, he recorded all the bass on those songs. Um, but yeah, that we've got like two songs out now. I think it's like Da Tribe Has Spoken and mm-hmm. The Scythe Is Remorseless. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. the one I remember very recently coming out. Yeah, that's a fucking... I noticed as well that Great it's got tracks, like that. Eh? It's got like that. Not, I wouldn't say synthy shit, but it makes me think like Chimera and. Oh, uh, there's heaps of electronic stuff. Oh, that's yeah. Th- there's heaps yeah. of electronic stuff and like yeah, like because I'm not on that shit because I didn't record that or write mm. that. I can sit here and say that yeah, it's fucking sick. Like I like it. Like it's cool. Yeah. I, I I've I wouldn't say that I've missed it because I hadn't really. Yeah. I'd forgotten that that sort of shit can be done right yeah you know yeah and like it it's one of those things that doesn't get utilized as much no it doesn't and when was the last time you saw a a, an electronic dude or a keyboardist or synth playing in a hardcore band live or whatever yeah like you got like the big dudes like you're like dylan from full of hell and stuff who've got you know they've got the the little noise set up or whatever oh they're they're fucking insane but that's like a whole different like that's a whole different ballpark whereas the watch you die stuff is very much like accompaniment you know like the noises mm-hmm. and the samples and stuff like just sort of accompany the music rather than being like this like really big like noisy thing is it weird playing someone else's bass if you know what i mean um like that's not oh oh yeah like playing someone else's like riffs and yeah I, like i guess but it's also like good because it means that like I don't have to worry too much about like mm. my creative input or anything. It's all it's all there, like it's all recorded and stuff. So it's just like as long as I play it like that, so it'll it, sound good. Yeah. Is, so is it more so the sense that you're the like a live member 
Oh, I'm I'm permanently in the band now. Mm. Like Je- like oh, okay. Jed's gone, sort of oh, thing. He right. he he like can't be in the band anymore. He doesn't okay. have time for that. So yeah, I'm I'll like I'll record the next thing that we do or whatever. Okay, yeah. Yep. Now I'm on the right track. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And so you've just dropped that, and you're also doing double duties again with Chasm and Watch You Die playing yeah. later on this year too. Yeah. yeah. I, I've already uh, I've already asked how the fuck do you have time for this sort of shit, but like you know you're, you're doubling up and playing yeah. on the same night. You've got four or five projects going at the moment. I don't think you've really got so much of a problem with the drive to want to do this. Yeah. Um, maybe as you said earlier, maybe time management could be worked on, but that's yeah. your thing, not yeah. not not a critique in any way. <laughs> yeah, but like it's it's it's. Imp- because it's impressive, yeah. like what you do and 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 how much time and effort that gets put into the the, the creative side, and just it's always one of those things I've noticed too, especially with bands that have those long stretching songs. That there's it always takes fucking forever for them to release shit. Oh yeah, and that's not a dig. It's because <laughs> yeah. you guys are fucking anal about everything. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? And I'm glad you un- i'm glad you understand that like straight because yeah. that's it that's that's hitting the the nail on the head for sure and that's like a huge anxiety that has just consumed me the past like two years like since starting the band and since releasing like the first single ages ago with mm-hmm. brendan um like we've been saying for ages oh we're gonna have music out there's gonna be big things <laughs> coming too. yeah you know that typical <laughs> that watch this space like and oh nothing God. goes on i and just fucking ragged on that the other day yeah too. <laughs> yeah oh it's, it's the worst yeah uh, but yeah like it, i felt like that for ages i was i was literally joking about this like to a work colleague the other day just like I felt bad. I said to him, I was like, dude, like I probably sounded like the biggest liar for ages. Like, yeah, I'm in all these bands, man. Like we've got music coming. I swear. Like, you know, cause when you tell people, they're like, Oh, well, can I listen to it? And it's like, oh, sorry. No. About that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, there's, there's actually nothing written just yet. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's how it feels. <laughs> yeah. You, know? you can have like three albums written and it feels like that. But, but they're like, not going to get that. Yeah. Then, exactly. They're just not in that same loop. Yeah. But yeah. now, now it's, it's chill that everything's out. It's more like, oh yes, here's this thing that I did. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. So, but yeah, it does take a, t- a long time with with that sort of music for sure. I think it does, yeah. and yeah. You, you, I mean it. But it fucking shows as well with, with when it, when you listen to it and when it comes out. Like, I mean, there are longer songs than eight minutes, but it's fucking eight minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. it's it's a th- there's a lot going into that. Yeah, and it takes a lot to remember, and it takes a yeah. lot of time and patience. You yeah, know, if you if, unless you want it to sound like dog shit, sure. Yeah, and, and that's the thing; it shouldn't sound like eight minutes. If you listen to it, you shouldn't like it. It shouldn't feel like yeah. Eight it should yeah. it should it shouldn't feel like it's been eight minutes. And it, and if it doesn't, then it's probably a good thing. You yeah. Know, yeah. Or, or if it doesn't sound or feel like thirteen minutes, then that's mm-hmm. probably a good thing as well. Like yeah, and that's and that's f- the goal, I think. Yeah, just yeah. to have it seamless and time just fly by, and it's like oh shit. When, yeah, what happened? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, for for sure, man. Much like this podcast, have a guess how long we've been going. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't want to. No, I feel uh, like I've been in here for five minutes. Yeah, no shit, right? It's been like uh, we've been going for about an hour and six. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, this has been a pretty good one so far. Um, Literally feels I'm, like five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's the thing, man. Like it, it, it always feels like that before you do it, but when you are doing it, you lose 
concentration on the time and then you just focused on the conversation rather yeah. and then you're like oh shit look at the time you yeah. know every now and then i'll catch a glimpse and i'll be like <laughs> shit fuck <laughs> you know that, that happened when i had mike mike and evil eddie on yeah uh, eddie was like oh i don't know if i can even go an hour and we ended up going like two hours and 40 minutes yeah, or some shit. Yeah, it's just like, oh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh, shit. What the fuck? Yeah. That must have just been rambling. Could have been, but it was fun. <laughs> but good. Yeah, it felt, it felt fun though. So yeah. that, that's what matters, you know? Yeah. And I don't really put a window on that. It just, it's usually just depends on how it feels, right? Yeah, you know? yeah so, for sure. Um, anyway, that was a bit off topic. But uh, what's next for Watch You Die? Um, so outside of the show coming up, yeah, yeah. Um, so that we've got an EP, um, that's they like everyone else in the band recorded that ages ago. Like, okay, I, I think that was recorded in 2019, and I was there for that. I did vocals for like the last song on just this tiny little bit, um, which is cool as well because Lucas, who's the vocalist in What You Die, also does a feature on our last song. Oh, um, really? The, yeah, and I didn't even realize that till just then, um, <laughs> which is kind of cool. But, um, yeah, like the EP, I don't know when it's coming out. I can't really say. It'll be soon, though. Like, it'll be really, really soon because mm-hmm. the, the singles are out now. So, yeah. I ho- I, like, honestly, like, you know, probably May, like end of May, maybe start of next month or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get the vibe that if you're starting to drop new tracks, that either it's a one and done thing or there is something else on the way, right? Yeah. Oh, that, that's and, what I get. Yeah. And, know? and, um, like Hoffo, um, the guitarist, um, he who was also in Repsy and um, you know used to be in Puke and all that. Um, he has written like new songs already and stuff. So once the EP's out, I think we'll just be straight back into it and writing more stuff and just keep the ball rolling. Yeah, I think that's kind of like the. That's kind of the goal with everything at the moment. Like most of the bands at the moment, it's kind of just like except for Daedric armor like the black metal thing that's that's just a passion project like mm-hmm. um i've just wanted to do a black metal album for ages but everything else has like priority at the moment sort of mm-hmm. want to get yeah the ball rolling with everything and just get as much out as possible like where's the passion for black metal come from oh i've been listening to it since i was like really young <laughs> yeah like my dad was into like heaps heavy music and like I was hell lucky to be introduced to a lot of good bands, like, when I was really young. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. I, like, found out about Leviathan when I was, like, 10 or, like, 9 or something and, like, just didn't stop listening to him for forever. Yeah. And, obviously, once you, like, hear one good black metal guy or band, you just go nuts and I went nuts for years. And I don't really listen to too much black metal anymore. I still love it, like, as a genre. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have a lot of gripes with, <laughs> like, current black metal and stuff. And I think that's half the reason why we made this album is because, like, this album is, like, the black metal that I think is true and that I, w- I right. want to hear, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do, as, I understand yeah. that. And, like, that's as someone who has just, like, had a passion for it for, like, a really long time. Like, I don't know, I just really like the fast shit and the cold shit and, yeah... I I was lucky to have like good musical influences. Like mm-hmm. dad just I don't know, he just used to play fucking Slayer all the time and shit like that. And like then once that was done it'd be like, okay, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson time. Um good musicians. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and like just so varied all the time. 
Um, and he showed me everything. Like, and I didn't like some of it. I didn't like or whatever. Um, but yeah, like that definitely was a lucky thing to have. Cause yeah, I found black metal very early, mm-hmm. like at a time when you probably should not find it, you know, <laughs> being that young, like, um, but yeah, like, yeah, especially, especially if you're younger, you can be molded a certain way. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, dude. I had to be very careful with the sorts of bands that I was listening to and like the content of the bands and like the people in the band, you know what I mean? You gotta be, mm-hmm. you, you're not aware as aware when you're younger. So you have to, as you get older, you start to become more aware and you have to, yeah, like look out for that stuff. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think like my passion for it comes from, yeah, just that, period of my life where I just listened to it all the time. It was like the only sort of music that I could relate to other than jazz that would make me feel like in tune in, in like internally, like emotion emotionally. Like I've there's only certain types of music where I can really sit back and relax and black metal was one of them. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, especially a lot of that like that DSBM stuff, like the mm-hmm. that atmospheric shit, like synth heavy shit. A lot of the early Leviathan stuff and Zasta and all that, like, just is good to reflect on your emotions while listening to that music, I think. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I, got, I have a passion for that. I like feeling. Like, yeah. I like being in tune with my emotions and I like I like daydreaming. And yeah, like, black metal is good to do that too. And so, yeah, I think, like, the the passion for it just comes from that. And, like, wanting to make black metal that reflects the values that I think are true for mm-hmm. black metal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like the whole purpose of this album is like, there's a lot of bands now, a lot of black metal bands that I dislike. Mm-hmm. I think black metal has like gone astray. I mean, there's, n- I straight up just do not like any black metal in Australia at all. <laughs> like except for Snorlax, yeah. um, drug Oth, um, there's not, re- uh, like there's not really that many, like you know, no, like Australian not. black metal artists that I like, um, yeah, like Huffing Asbestos Records have some Australian dudes on them, I think, and they're pretty good. But yeah, there's not a lot of black metal that I like in Australia. And if there is a black metal band in Australia, I usually listen to it. I'm just like, don't want to hear it. And that's just me being a picky little cunt, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you know, I'm just you know being an opinionated little prick because yeah. I. I feel like I, you know, I know the values or whatever, but my values compared to someone else's in relation to black metal could be completely fucking different. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, the passion just comes from being like, this is my interpretation of it. And I want people to hear that. You know what I mean? I rag on black metal a bit. Same dude. Dude, I joke about it so much and I love it, but I, I just, I'm constantly just memeing the fuck out of it because it's so easy to, and it's it's easy to meme yourself as a black metal fan. You know mm. what I mean? It's easy to to meme black metal people, like mm. yeah. And I, where now this is getting more into. I don't really want to touch on it too much anyway, just because like yeah, it's been a good episode so far, and I don't want to get too like into like political esque sort of shit, right? Yeah, yeah no, man. But um. Where do you think that sort of nationalist movement in black metal kind of got its roots from? Like, why does it seem to uh, attach like these white supremacist I'm not, motherfuckers? I'm, I'm not sure. And I, I like, I look. Like not, no, yeah, like no it, genre is perfect, yeah. but these guys just seem to. Uh, no, it be, seems to be the one that like has heaps of like neo Nazis and right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's even some 
bands from Tassie and stuff that are like full fascist black yeah. metal bands. Um, I'm not. I I honestly I don't know who know. they are. Actually, it's, you know, um, doesn't have to be now or yeah, unless, yeah. unless you don't give a fuck. No, no, uh, I won't say anything. Mm, but I want to know because fuck them. Yeah, well, yeah. After after. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's everywhere. Um, in black metal, mm-hmm. like so fucking prevalent. Um, it's if you are looking at black metal in a really like universal, like you'll listen to any kind of black metal sort of thing. Mm-hmm. If you know where to look and you're listening to good one man projects that have no political affiliation and stuff, you'll find the good shit and you'll, you'll find artists that are just writing about whatever, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not any of that crap. I don't know where it fucking comes from. I think it comes from Varg. I think, like... Burzum dude, right? Yeah, like, I think he would have a huge part in it. Um, yeah, I Like, he's he's got a lot of opinions, uh, of, mm. you know, that YouTube channel he had. Um, a lot of questionable stuff being said. Yeah. He, he, um... There's that Until the Light Takes Us documentary or whatever, and I don't really know how much I'd take from it because nobody in that documentary, Fenris included, looked like they wanted to be there or were giving... Totally accurate information. I don't think they really gave a fuck about it. I think the fact that there was a documentary about black metal is kind of fucking retarded, and they knew that in a way. And mm-hmm. I get that from that that documentary. Some of the things that Varg said, like, I think he, I think he just was a confused young boy who couldn't handle like Americanization and couldn't handle that like his like. Slavic or whatever the fuck like culture was like getting put to the side because like other cultures and other religions were becoming more prevalent in Norway. He like couldn't handle. Oh, what about me? Yeah, I think I think that's all it comes down that's to. What it, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I think yeah. I think and I think um, there must have just been an, another group of bratty little Norwegian boys that just like thought they owned the joint and fucking when other people wanted to come and share their space uh, i think mm. they just cracked the shits and they they masked this racism in like a weird semi-nationalistic ideology that was like anti-american but it was really anti everyone else i think yeah. yeah and i think yeah i guess if you're a um what's it called impressionable young person or whatever and you and you're having these thoughts or mm-hmm. blah 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 and you hear that shit then fucking i guess that's where it starts. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, he was the catalyst maybe. Like, that. that's what I think. I, like, you have bands like fucking, uh, is it Blasphemy um, and Conqueror and stuff? Like, they're kind of, mm-hmm. they're kind of like affiliated with that whole shit a little yep. bit. And it's like, you know, those sorts of dudes, they're probably around the same age as Varg. So they probably just grew up and saw him and they were like, well... Fucking boomer attitude shit. Yeah, they were like, well, That's if this guy's fucking blah, 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 and if this guy's platform, then maybe he's right. So, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then it, it just snowballed. And, yeah, I I mean, it is a great question. And it fucking sucks, dude. Like, it fucking sucks that it's, it's like... The, the genre itself, I don't... It's not that I don't appreciate it. It's just that it attracts fuckheads. Freaks. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it attracts freaks, yeah. for sure. It, attra- it attracts fucking um narcissists and it attracts like fucking sociopaths and yeah like fascist people i'd i'd like 
there's so many like things that could be the catalyst, but yeah. I think probably Varg is probably one of the. Oh, you'd be reasons. one of the more mainstream sort of catalysts, anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, uh, that sort of shit. Yeah, because like like I said, I'm not ragging on anyone for liking this shit because again, there is good music, good black metal out there. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's just that it seems to attract. And if you yeah, and if you're fucking oblivious to the shit, then you're an idiot. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you, you got to be careful. Like, you can't just like go and listen to a black metal band. You got to like, yeah, and but not even so much that. It's the old f- adage bullshit thing that I've. S- I remember sharing the article about it, so that's why it sits in my head still. Because I shared this t- article to a page, and it's just the amount of fuckheads that were just like, oh, "I've never seen it before, so it mustn't exist." Like. <sighs> Right, you you're yeah. you're fucking complicit in this shit. Yeah, if you just like, choose to ignore it or yeah, like not but, be informed, like yeah, it's uh, it just irked the shit out of me. And yeah. it's just like, well, this is half the problem, is that you're just being ignorant and just not wanting your favorite music to be, what's the word, uh, taken away from you. I guess yeah, you yeah. know, like oh, I really like them though. There is so much fucking music out there. Yeah. But if you're letting these idea, like especially the ideologies come through and you support that, or you, like you're listening to this music and then you hear those lyrics come through or you go to read them and shit, it's impressionable, especially if it's your yeah. favourite band at the time, yeah. right? Like, yeah. And when you get told, oh, they're a piece of shit, and you're like, no, they can't be, or mm. I've never seen it before, so it can't be true. Yeah. Right? Just do some reading. It's it's really not hard. Yeah, yeah. You know? And be careful with your black metal. <laughs> you gotta you gotta be careful with your black metal. It's like. it's it's ridiculous. You know, you can go for the more mainstream black metal if you want, like Behemoth. And the only thing that they really yeah. have troubles with is is their religious side of it. You know, yeah. Poland's and, and being fucking sellouts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mind you, though, I, I did get a chance to see them years ago, and they were oh, they're, fucking they're wild. sick live. Yeah. yeah, I I I'm not the biggest fan of them or their sort of music but the satanist is a fucking ripper album yeah like and i that actually came out the year i graduated high school in 2015 i think or 2014 or something mm. and just flogged the fuck out of it like yeah. all year just the demigod yeah. is that one of the ones as well or that's that the one, one beforehand i think yeah yeah that was that was good as well like yeah yeah, yeah. i i i appreciate that sort of shit and i mean that's those guys get more in trouble Nowadays, anyway, in Poland, because Poland's fucking crazy. Yes, and super Christian. Yeah, well, they're yeah, they're pretty much a religious uh, run country. Yes, yeah. and you know, you go throwing. Well, no, sorry, I shouldn't say you go throwing. You go burning yeah. a uh, Bible at a show, yeah. and someone's going to lose their shit, and yeah. that's pretty much what got behemoth that notoriety for a fair while was yeah. the fact that they were in the news all the time because Nurgle was yeah you know on trial for what was it like blasphemy or some yeah some like sort religious of, defamation or yeah something. yeah yeah but I, I, mean, think, I think he argued the fact that it was like a stage performance or some shit like that yeah and i mean oh, the, f- oh, the fact that it, he even had to go go off that i know right? retired, yeah yeah there's there's interesting things coming out and happening now just more so in the sense that you know uh, with challenging normal things that most people would not even bother thinking about because it's never happened but like say noosa at the moment have got that satanist temple thing that's yeah (laughs) right right? yeah yeah 
And that's been happening for a while. Yeah. It's just like now recently they've actually tried pushing some things uh, yeah. into schools and stuff where it's like, well, <laughs> if you can teach uh, Christianity, then why can't we teach Satanism? Yeah. You know, yeah, this is what our ideologies are and this yeah. is what we want to be able to offer to the to the kids if you are offering this sort of thing. Yeah. And they released a story, I think, this is uh, at the current time of recording, uh, they just released a story of uh, a, um, oh, what was it? There was some kid was in one of those classes that you get in like year year seven or year eight or whatever, those ones that you pretty much get told to get put into. Yeah. Otherwise, if you don't, you go sit outside, uh, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, the child said that it was all about evolution, yo. Yeah. And the teacher was like, no, people come from God. And it's like... Oh, so he's obviously from private school or whatever. Like, yeah, assumedly, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I dealt with that. Like, I went to a private high school mm. and you you cop that. They can't... They cannot cop any other perception of reality. It's, it's insane. Like, it is insane. That you get so sucked into... Like, and I'm not... Everybody is entitled to believe what they want to believe. There is there is none of that coming from me right here. It's yeah. just how you just got to believe in reality though. Yeah. And, and what or just to at least at least acknowledge that other perception without being like no. Mm. God is the only one. Yeah. You know it's I, like, like so do you genuinely believe that the world is only 4000 years old? Yeah. yeah. Like uh, come on now, yeah. come on! Like, and that's not even just being, being you know, a, trying to be a dick. That's just to pragmatic. Yeah, you know, that's it, that's a problem if you are yeah. believing something that is not true. Yeah, you know, we have been around for a long fucking time. Yeah. He might have come along at some point and said "fuck yo" or whatever. He could have <laughs> yeah. done it then. Yeah. Who knows, right? Yeah. We we could fucking cark it tomorrow, and heaven and hell could actually could exist, yeah. and we're gonna find out the fun way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've kind of settled <laughs> on that too. Yeah. I don't know what's gonna happen afterwards. Yeah. But we're I'm in not for the ride, though, man. <laughs> let's let's find out when it does happen, <laughs> yeah. right? But you know, I had a real strong hatred for it very, uh, for a while there. But now I'm just more at the point that, well, it's not something that re genuinely affects me right now. But yeah. And until it does, I'll kick up a stink. But, you know. When it affects you, it's a problem. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, in, in high school, I struggled with that sort of thing. Like, I went to a religious school or whatever. Not like a fucking fancy one or anything like mm. that. But it was religious. It was Roman Catholic. Um, I did study religion in mm. year 11 and 12 because I just find that shit interesting. And it mm. wasn't so much you are studying about Christianity or you're reading the fucking Bible, you're, re you're reading about Buddhism, you're reading about Islam, you're reading about paganism, you're reading about everything and you're visiting these places and visiting these places of worship. So you get an idea of all these different things. But in those initial years, I'd assume it would be the same in primary school as well, but like 8, 9, 10, there's nothing for you other than what's on the paper. And if you say anything else to the teacher... They don't want to hear it. It's what's on the paper in front of you. It's what's in the Bible and that's it. Like mm -hmm. there's no acknowledgement of any other perception or any other possible outcome or, or preconception that might mm -hmm. be different to Christianity or whatever. I'll tell you what I did enjoy though. Just for a cheeky listen every now and then. Christian metalcore or like Christian metalcore rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Order of Elijah. Check them out. 
Uh, uh, I was I was gonna say as I lay dying, but they weren't. But they were considered it at a point, and because they well, didn't old mate try and like kill his wife? Yeah, you know, he's a fucking. He was all roided up at the time, and not <laughs> on not, the cycle. Yeah, he just obviously was coming up. No, I'm kidding. I had no, <laughs> I, was, I had no idea of the situation, but yeah, no, he was. He turned into a bit of a crazy cat. Yeah. Uh, served his time and is trying to. Bring as a laying dying back. Yeah, I see that know, all the time. Know. Oh, heaps of meme pages I follow. Yeah, they're loving always, that. They're loving the content. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like I mean, he he served his time, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah I, that's the thing. Like it's, it's yeah, that's the thing. Such a fucking like he did something really fucked up, but like you know he his uh, yeah that's, lost that's everything essentially yeah. and you know suffered the consequences and yeah you know the fact that the band wants to start again and they're all for it mm. you know then the it's then it becomes general public perception that come and yeah you yeah know? that's so fucking but wild. that's the thing as well i i've actually never thought about that because i have always had the perception that like fuck this guy like blah 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 but that is that is actually a really good point that you have made he has served his time mm. He did fucking lose everything, mm. and you—it—it's not like it wasn't in the media. Like mm. it was—it's been all over the media fucking for hey, years. It was he has been the butt end of so many jokes yeah. in the the heavy media scene or whatever. Like, so that is a very fair point. Like, and I actually have not thought about that <laughs> at all until I'm, later. I'm glad I can help make you think. <laughs> but I'm not again. Like I said, I'm not siding with him or anything like that. Or saying you know, like I'm, yeah. it, this is neutral grounding. I'm just yeah, I like, yeah. I, and I, I'm not like oh. I'm just picking like I'm just being that guy in the middle like no yeah no it's just I just I just think that you know by all accounts he 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 got caught he served the punishment let him try and start again yeah right yeah, yeah. but you know but if he was to be trying like if he was still following that same path once he was released yeah fuck that guy yeah, fuck, like, fuck that. Le- le- yeah. you know I hope he goes back in yeah so but if he's reformed then yeah. exactly and then it's just like a waiting game you know. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta wait it out. The way a ticking time bomb. Another yeah. person tries to get uh, almost yeah, gets another, killed. Another hitman hired. <laughs> <laughs> he oh, tries man. to take out all the people that talk shit about oh, him. Oh man, as I like crying. Oh, fucking <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Oh dude, yeah. Oh, there was a couple of good fucking Christian bands like Impending Doom. I actually got into a fair bit. True, true. Nailed Dead Risen. I've heard of them, but I've never listened to their. I like no. I know heaps of names of yeah. Christian metalcore bands because they're so funny. Yeah. Like, oh. Of, yeah, dude, Impending Doom. Go listen to their first release and it's, it's nailed probably it. probably hot as, yeah. It, it actually, like, I yeah. rate it really well. Yeah. And oh, then, then so they started going like, uh, like a more cleanly produced okay, like, sound yeah, and yeah. they got, they did, they, they still do have some bangers from that era but it's nailed dead risen though. Yeah. They do not sound like a fucking Christian band at all. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what they were going for at that point. Yeah, so that's the artwork it. looks like a death metal band, yeah. everything, right? Yeah. Uh and yeah, they but and they were one of those bands though they didn't really they loosely tied their religion into yeah. it, right? It wasn't like the fucking their lyrics. forefront. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh Saving Grace from New Zealand. True. Were a like metalcore yeah. uh, Christian band, I'm pretty sure. Or the, or maybe I could be wrong. I don't want to piss off any. With a name like that, yeah. you'd assume. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. And just, ugh, I. It's not my kicker. I I yeah. appreciated the music yeah. of it, right? But yeah, it's just when you. It's we- oh, some of it's a bit cringe. Some of it's we- it just like some of it's just ultra cringe. There's just, like that's what it does for me. It, I just feel awkward listening. Yeah, to it. Yeah, it's super awkward and. That's the thing, like, recently, 
we've been playing fucking Guitar Hero again. And we, I just saw that too. You're yeah. doing like a little thing for yeah, your so, album. Yeah, that's, oh yeah. We're going to recreate song, the, sorry. Yeah, we're going to recreate the whole album for Guitar Hero. So when the album comes out, if you have Clone Hero or you got a PC or whatever, I'm going to drop the files on a Google Drive and everyone can just download it for yeah. free or whatever. Um, and you can so play the cool. whole album. Yeah. But we've been playing I that I could shit. play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, you could feel like me. I don't know. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be bad. Um, but yeah, like we've been playing that and like, there's a lot of like weird metalcore shit just on the list. Um, and there's, yeah, like this one band called like the order of Elijah or something. And I, I swear well, no, I did. I did see one of their songs on like Catatonic Youths, like yeah. that Instagram page. Oh, like a while ago. Yeah, like, yeah, you know that page? It's like, yeah. it's just savage on every oh bad band. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, the way that Catatonic Youths edited this video made this band look dog shit. Yeah. And then, like, the other day, we were like playing the song, and I just like looked at Lucas and I was like, this is hard as fuck, dude. Like, this song is so good. And I was like, full just sitting there, like, I'm jamming out to Christian metalcore right now. (laughs) And it was just like such a guilty pleasure moment. But then like just the cringe pit call came in about like the power of God or some (laughs) shit. And it's just like, oh, you lost me. Like you guys are so heavy. And now it's just like, oh, I forget that you bashed that Bible. Look, the the same thing happens even just in metalcore. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they're even just like the poppy songs and shit. They've got a banging part and then they come I mean, in and ruin it with cleans yeah. or some shit like that. I can't stand metalcore, man. Like, I, I love specific metalcore, but, like... There's only certain bands that have really done it and owned it, yeah. right? Like, like Killswitch. Po- oh, yeah. Is like, like, anything post-Poison the Well and shit, oh, post-Prom yeah. Queen and stuff is, like... Or, like, around that time is, yeah, that's, mm. like, nailing it. Like, early Bring Me, like, Suicide Season mm. is a masterpiece. Even some of the poppier, like Dillinger songs that are a bit more metalcore, like that's they're fucking bonkers live too. Oh, did, did you see him at Max Watts when they? No, I didn't last? see him then. I saw him at uh, one of the sound waves that they True. were at. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one of the guys was scaling the side. Yeah, thing on the, yeah, he climbs the rafters. Yeah, and sh- yeah, yeah. I think I was there for that, that one case. as well. I was like young as hell for that. Mm. But the Max Watts show was like the last Max Watts show ever like for the venue and mm-hmm. i think it was the last dillinger show in the southern hemisphere because it was like that farewell tour but yeah. that was that was a that was the gnarliest show i've ever seen that's like my favorite band of all time that would have just been chaos oh it was crazy yeah. dude he like greg didn't spend any time on stage it was just all in the pit and just punching on with people and just fucking like <laughs> throwing cunts around like yeah. just insane shit like just still have that energy of like we're in a basement playing to 30 cunts and I don't know anyone and I want to fucking smash everyone. Like yeah. it's like that attitude, but they're at a venue and they're getting paid fucking heaps of money to be there. And there's thousands of cunts there. Like you've just flown overseas to play yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. You just don't see that. Like, no. and that Soundwave show as well. is like the same deal. Like mm. that, that's nuts. Like that sort of behavior is like, okay. That's all not, they try and do. Yeah. yeah. It's, and they still are like the most proficient, most intense musicians like dillinger mm. songs i cannot stress like how difficult they are to play or well, for me anyway i just mm. they're so wild yeah so the, the timing is just ridiculous oh yeah they just like move in and out of time signatures like it's nothing and it's just uh, they're it, all over the place i know right man we're starting to go into tangents and shit now, yeah <laughs> you know, which is usually a good sign that we should probably pack her in yes but it's been 
such a good time, man. I've had yeah, man. such a good time having yeah, a chat. Thanks for having you know, time, man. I, and for one, I didn't even know that you were in as many bands as you were. I thought it was only Chasm. So <laughs> I've learned. I immediately was learning something new already. Yeah, yeah. The the amount of effort and craftsmanship that you put into what you do is evident, and it's awesome, man. Thank you. Like, Thank uh, you. don't. Whatever you do, don't stop. Yeah, right promise. now, fuck, <laughs> fuck COVID right now. If it comes yeah. back again, just don't stop. Just keep writing shit, man, yeah. if you can, because so far it's been really impressive. Thank you. And, Thank and you. knowing as well that you've been in these other bands that I've already listened to at some point is kind of extra special to me just knowing that, oh, fuck, I've, you know, I, yeah. without even cr- thinking I know this person or whatever, I've had a listen and thought, oh, yeah, no, it's pretty sick. Yeah. And you're in it oh fucking hey <laughs> you know so i am really uh chuffed about that to be honest so Thank yeah you. um watch you die Ch- uh <laughs> chasm uh what's the black metal one? uh daedric armor daedric armor daedric armor as in like morrowind yeah so, elder so yeah so the whole album is all oh, elder scrolls right it's okay all elder scrolls so that just clicked in my head then i'm like yeah fucking I should have said oh. before. Yeah, no. Yeah. Anyone who's an Elder Scrolls fan, please keep an eye out for this because you you will get a lot from the lyrical content. You will get a lot from the samples. Hands yeah. down, Morrowind was the best one though. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's debatable. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm a Daggerfall guy. I'm, oh, I'm even older. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, but, that's pretty. But like, that's raw. just like that was like the the first game I ever played was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and then Daggerfall. Yeah. So that. That stuck with me, you know what I mean? But Morrowind is a masterpiece. Yeah. I'll oh, never dude. take that away from you. That is, yeah. There's no right or wrong best Elder Scrolls yeah, game. They're I, all I, amazing. I never got into Skyrim, but that's just because I didn't have the console at the time and True. I never got around to it, right? It's incredible. Um, <laughs> if I have seen people play yeah. it, though, and like I absolutely appreciate that. But that's probably why I'm like, nah, fucking Morrowind, bro. Yeah, yeah. Fuck is all. Yeah. Like, but that's, like, the I, pure, that's the pure RPG. Yeah, RPG. right. That was when I fir- had my first real go at RPG shit. Outside yeah. of um, when I was younger, I dabbled in Final Fantasy, but it wasn't until I got yeah. older that I played it and understood the game more that I... Yeah. My second time round, I was much better at it and like yeah. knew what I was looking for and oh, shit. FF right? is hard, bro. Yes, like, and like a lot of people like Final Fantasy Seven was, <sighs> you know, but I'm Final Fantasy Eight, dude. Okay, yeah. mad respect. That is like okay. I've I've had yeah. this conversation with people before. I love mm. both games. Yeah, I love them both. Eight definitely over yeah. seven straight up. Yeah. Like best story. That's what I thought. Best too. like art style. Like yeah. it's just so. Oh man, there's like so there's so many things happening in the story at once as well. It's just like it, all these dude, events. Just like I never yeah. got it until I played it again. Like I'm like, why do you keep jumping from characters? Yeah. you know, and like, what the fuck is all this flying shit? And then you know? the, towards the end, it all just comes together, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, brain, brain explodes. Yeah, right, and I just. I, I, and it's, it's not that I played, I hadn't played seven cause I had, yeah. there's just something about seven and the, I mean like the gameplay in between it all that I just didn't really like latch yeah. onto. I didn't yeah. really enjoy it. Yeah. And then I started playing eight and I was like, this kind of feels better. Just speaks. Yeah. To different you know? people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, fucking, okay, man, no nah, game, game talk. It's bad. <laughs> uh, so you've got, you've got a show coming out, uh, with Chasm and Watch You Die on the 28th of yep. May. Uh, Daedric Armour's got, um, I'm sure there'll be something coming yeah, out at some whole, point. Yeah, whole album coming out this year. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
watch you die potentially as well. Yeah, that uh, that EP will definitely be out in the next couple of months. Fucking hell, man! Uh, Royal, bled out as well. Yeah, yeah, we'll have new new bled out and Royal Artillery album has oh, been man, recorded. We didn't even talk about Royal Artillery. We're, Fuck. we're playing um, a show at the Trifford on Saturday night. Um, so yeah, this will probably <laughs> be. Uh, out after that yeah so. oh yeah very much over god that. damn it i'm so fucking annoyed now so for anyone uh, listening we have played the yeah. <laughs> and royal artillery are, uh, are playing shows yes. um i can't remember the last time i saw a flyer for royal artillery would have so been a while good. ago would have yeah. yeah it was we're bringing it back with zed now um we just finished recording an album like recently oh, so fucking hell. recorded right. the whole thing in one day as well which was fucked yeah like Big stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking A. All right, well, it, when, when this episode gets posted, do like a brief <laughs> like bullshit bio about Royal Artillery and just be like, we covered everyone else, we just forgot this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, cool. So you've got heaps of stuff coming up. I really can't wait to see how it all turns out, oh, man. You, there's man. still There's still a lot of 2021 to go. Yes. So plenty of time. Um, don't feel like it has to be rushed. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing of it all, I think. Yeah, you know, sure. and yeah, is is there anything else that I missed? Anything uh, else that we need to? Um, no, that's that's it. Yeah, drop. just uh, yeah. Right. Just well, we I had already planned on playing uh, Chasm song, so yes. for some reason my phone is deciding right now to be a piece of shit <laughs> and not connecting. But we are going to jam your latest release with that one instead. I think I think it was just having a moment. So, oh, no, um, or maybe it actually is uh, playing up. Oh wait, no, I got it. I got it. This is working. <laughs> I hate it when this sort of shit happens. I'm so sorry. This is <laughs> no, so unprofessional. No, nah, there it, it is. It's the time to happen, man. Yeah, of course. I should have had this fucking prepped already. Uh, Absentia terror. There we go. Did I say that right? Absentia. Or uh, I mean, me. it's Latin. Say whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna finish off with that again. Um, put a pillow behind your head and kick your feet up because this one's a good eight minutes. So have fun and thanks again, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Enjoy, guys.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 